Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How is everyone? What a what a dull day. What a grey day. Oh, what a shit week. <laughs> really shit week. How are how is everyone? How are you all? How's Steph? How's Ellery? How's Anne Marie Shellot? I don't I've I've already reached maximum starmer stomach. I can't stomach any more starmer. Already his smug Ex- well, smug but expressionless face winning these elections. Uh, oh, God, we've got five years of this automaton, another automaton. What is it? Oh, God, it's so depressing. Anyway, guys, I hope you're all well. Hello, Ellery. Hello, Christine. Hello, Keely. You know how you have some of the- I just like to be honest in these things. You know how you have some days where your entire soul has departed your body and you just feel like, what's the fucking point? It's just like you look at the papers and the next cycle comes in and it's just like, Oh, God, you know, fucking made up stories about Harry, um, the tragedy of Navalny. So what happens? All these absolutely fucking pointless Tory MPs and politicians in the West go, oh, Putin, Putin, because they want to win an election. It's all so predictable. It's all so predictable, isn't it? So and Trump. Anyway, so we're going to go through the main news, the serious news, and then we're going to get to the very light news and the silly news and all the frothy news. There's quite a bit of celebrity news, actually, today. Um, but of course, the big news on in front of all the papers is Navalny. This is a really sad development. I mean, interestingly, the Kremlin isn't one for putting out uh, uh, sort of public statements, but they gave a statement today saying, why would it be in our interest to kill him? Um, I don't think it's about whether it would be in their interest to kill him. And I don't necessarily think they possibly did murder him directly. But I think putting anyone in a gulag in Siberia when they've been poisoned and ill for many years and with all the conditions that come with that, I think by stealth you kind of have destroyed him. Um, But the weirdest part of all, the saddest, saddest, most tragic part of all of it is, of course, the most recent footage of him was talking to journalists, joking with journalists, in fact, about the conditions of his... Uh, incarceration. Um, And here we have an inverted commas, his wife uh, and world leaders blaming Putin for the murder of... Now, isn't it terrible? I talked about this on Friday. Isn't it... I'm devastated about this and I'm not... I mean, devastated. I think he was a true, true hero. And you know what? Can you even imagine what a state he was in when he was joking with those journalists? I've seen that video. But he always does that. You know why? For his children, for his family and for his followers to say, I will not be broken. And I was screaming at the screen yesterday going, why did you go back? You could have worked on the outside. I mean, he's in, he, they sent him to prison because he didn't die when they poisoned him. He dared not to die. How dare How many he? heroes do we have like that in the world How anymore? Dare How dare Anyway, I'll go back to my seat. Okay. All right, then. Um, so Putin's held responsible. But the, so, you know, I, I tell you what I think I'm going through, guys, and I don't know if any of you are going through this. I've so had the wool removed from before my eyes with all, not just the media, but all news and the nature of it that I don't, believe it's not that i don't believe what's happened i think there's a difference i do think when you get into conspiracy theories people start to say it didn't happen what a load of our bollocks you can see that it happened but why things happen how things happen for what reasons things happen and the way in which we're manipulated into understanding the reasons things have happened and what's then done about those things happening is entirely manipulated um you know it's really weird. On the one hand, you know, when you do media studies of any form, you're taught about the way in which imagery, messaging, propaganda works. 
one of the films they show you on 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 one of you you know whenever you're studying anything in the media and film is um triumph of the will which was an incredibly it's like one of the first feature films that was a work of nazi propaganda and the reason I'm saying that is, if we can understand it and say it exists, why do we all pretend it's not there in everything we receive? That's, you know, it's an absolute fallacy. So anyway, so what we're now going to have is a lot of posturing by Western leaders talking bullshit, trying to be the big I am, trying to manufacture more of a conflict with Russia to take the focus off of things like Israel. This is what's happening here. This is why suddenly Biden can string a fucking sentence together and suddenly say Putin's wrong. I tell you what, I tell you what right now. Biden said something yesterday that's the most shameful, shameful, shameful thing that reveals his total lack of a grip on any reality. He said to um, to politicians, Congress, wherever, whatever you want to call it, the Senate, he said, you will be on the wrong side of history if you don't do what's necessary for Ukraine. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. What was that about Ukraine? How can you not apply the same lens to the Israel crisis? We are all being gently nudged away further and further and further. And the po anything like this, the way in which the press sees it, it's not that Navalny's story isn't serious, but the way the politicians are seizing on it is so transparent. It's so transparent. Don't suck it in. Trump, this is a blow. This is a big blow for Trump. I'm, I, you know, this is massive. I mean, this is his, uh, where he inflated his, the value of his, his, uh, his business assets. He can't run a business in New York for three years. He's been whacked with a, th a third of a billion dollar fine uh, on top of a hundred dollar, a hundred million dollar fine. So if anything, this is going to whack him sideways. It's obviously going to appeal them all. I can't wonder, does anyone else here know whether, I wonder whether what he's trying to do again, like um, Netanyahu is, there's a, there's a word, this is a good word, everyone learn this word, it's called filibustering. Filibustering, spelt as it sounds, Philly, F-I-L-I, bustering, is a political strategy to basically delay, obfuscate, talk about you know, and can kind of just kind of chat, 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 pause, 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 and get in the way of getting any political change happening. And I think Netanyahu is filibustering until Trump gets in because he knows he'll support him even more. And I think Trump is fully going to filibuster all of his, all of these fines until he becomes president, and then he'll pardon himself. That's what I think is going to happen there. I think I think he's going to get he's going to get straight he's going to get into power and he's going to pardon himself. UK politicians do it. Absolutely. It's a, it's a recognized part. So sometimes the word filibustering is actually, so you want to get a certain law or bill through parliament. And can you believe our archaic democratic system allows for politicians who don't like a bill that's being brought before the houses of parliament to talk and talk and talk and talk it out until there's no time to discuss it and it can't get passed. It's called filibustering. Uh, this story is everywhere. Maddie Monster in court, eyes staring blankly. The sex beast who's, who is suspected of snatching Madeleine McCann was in court yesterday. Um, I, I think there was a delay to the proceedings because of the judge tweeting or something. I mean, we're getting, it's getting a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Judges are, are not judges. But then, okay, then judges. Who the fuck has put them in charge? Where have they come from? 
how a judge is representative. You know, we talk about we talk about it. Uh, we talk about it in the review of American fiction: diversity versus representation, two completely different things. One is principally optics; the other is values. And you know, judges they can go fuck themselves too. Sorry, I've had enough of it all. Right, the BBC's chief Tim Davy. Oh, not another sop. What? No. BBC Chief's warning to staff over anti-Semitism. I talked about this on Friday, uh, Thursday rather, sorry. This is all part of and uh, attached to the recent report by the charity about the increase in um, anti-Semitic attacks. Again, you know, reprehensible, uh, wrong, terrible, no equivalent reports being done about the rise in Islamophobic attacks. And also really important to reiterate and stress that the charity that was reporting this is a Jewish charity. So I do worry that there will be a slight erosion of anti-Israel uh, sentiment, which is, which is, let's face it, the modus operandus of Israel and the government's policy in this entire conflict is to confuse people and frighten people into thinking that being anti-Israel uh, Israeli government policy in Gaza is anti-Semitic. Do not allow that conflation to happen. That conflation is the most dangerous uh, propagandist aspect of this entire thing. So, but that doesn't mean that anti-Semitism, as I've said before, hasn't hasn't risen. As I said many times, um, not every not everyone who voted for Brexit was a racist, but probably every racist voted for Brexit. And by the same extension, you know, anyone who was an anti-Semite is going to use this as an opportunity to double down on their anti-Semitism. Not good, wrong, reprehensible. Totally outrageous what the idiot did at the Soho Theatre. You know, that kind of stuff, not good, not good. But it's not good in an equal fashion. And that's the point that really annoys me, is that we're not getting any equivalence. The, the SNP guy in Question Time this week was excellent, constantly drawing it back to the fact that the two are totally equivalent. And if we want to get into the really painfully inhumane aspect of statistics look at the numbers of deaths on each side um but this is the story that tim davy has I, I suppose he has to as is as is his responsibility as the head of the bbc to really double down on any potential anti-semitism within the bbc i just i just wish there was the same fervency around islamophobia uh, and, you know, and I, and I just thought it was astonishing that James O'Brien was reading, you know, the Islamophobic comments were printed by our former prime minister and continue to be trotted out. But they are not given the same equivalence. Um, alongside the story, you can see in the center there, uh, Tracy Ann Oberman has been given a police guard at her new uh, show at the Criterion Theatre. Um, again, dangerous because... A crowd protesting at her show could be described as anti-Semitic when in fact it's anti-sort of Zionist extremism. So again, to protest against aspects and Israel and rabid Zionism is not anti-Semitism. Do not allow them to keep fudging this. Anyway, there endeth the sermon. Um, in more important news, uh, I, I, I don't care about the politics of this at all, but I do love the fact that Lord Cameron was told to kiss someone's ass in, 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 in America. Lord Cameron rebuffed after calling for the US to support Ukraine. Uh, right winger Marjorie Taylor 
caught walking down a corridor said to a reporter, quite frankly, he needs to worry about his own country. He can kiss my ass. <laughs> I, the thing is, though, Cameron's not at all afraid about puckering up and kissing anything, is he? What was that about the pig? Other things we're not allowed to talk about. Cameron and the pig. We must be the fucking laughing stock of the world. What a joke. What an absolute joke. Yankee Harry. Prince talks of becoming US citizen, but he'd have to give he'd have to give up his titles. Can the press make up its mind? One minute they're wanting to have a go at him for having the titles. Now they're going to have a go at him for not wanting the I don't you know, leave just leave them alone. They're regardless of whether you like them or not, they're running a business, they're doing their own thing. They're not hurting anyone. It's just God almighty. So anyway, you know, so yeah, Yankee Harry, front of the sun, front of the sun, this is. Prince talks of becoming a US citizen, but he'd have to give up his titles. But yesterday they were talking about, oh, they use their titles on their website. <laughs> um, Harry, illness can have reunifying effect on families. I mean, not stating the obvious. Of course it can. Um, it doesn't really demand a whole quote and a headline. Jerry Halliwell. Much being made of the fact that her idyll, how do we know she lives in an idyll? How do we know that? Who says that? She, she doesn't look, she doesn't look particularly idyllic in her face, does she? Anyway, so this is her husband who apparently sent sex texts. Well, you know, he probably did. I'm sure she sent a few to someone at some time as well. The Daily Mail, unable to not constantly be bitchy, describes Cat Dealey as the cat that got the cream. The, the you know yeah baked into that another wonderful one by Katie Hind baked into that is just a sort of a sort of catty kind of feline kind of whereas poor old Ben Shepherd is just Ben's got it Ben's got the job but Cat's got the cream whereas Ben's just a good old chappy chappy chap chap isn't he whereas she's a woman and women get things in wily ways don't they wily that's why all women have tails. Ugh. Sad news here. This is sad news about Chris Hoy. So Chris Hoy undergoing treatment for cancer. Six times Olympic star told fans he was stunned by his diagnosis last year. I think this is important when you see uh, stories like this, because it's a reminder that, you know, health, it, it doesn't matter how health, you know, it doesn't, cancer knows no boundaries to health or wealth or achievement or anything like that. So, um, you know, so Chris Hoy, that's really sad, really sad. But it looks like he's, he's responding well to chemo. So uh, fingers good. Cheaper to, MeTube says, cheaper to forgive the sexting than a costly divorce. Yeah, her idyll could continue if she doesn't get bothered by the sexting. Um, but, I, you know, what idyll? Come on, get off the, get off the old idyll thing. Um, no more fake patois. Push to avoid another cool runnings. This is talk about uh, the new um, Bob Marley film which uh, our review is, is landing soon. I think one of the things I would say in terms of what I thought, a uh, 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 first thought was, I thought it's incredibly authentic, actually, in the language department. I mean, in terms of accent, dialect, everything, to the point that I think a lot of people are going to struggle to understand parts of it, but I think that's fine. But there was a real desire with the Jamaican linguist who worked on it to avoid uh, a cool running situation. I don't think I've ever seen cool runnings. Is, is the path... As in, I think they anglicised and really kind of mainstreamified the patois in Cool Runnings, which was another film. Whereas in this film, they really wanted to stay close to authenticity. 
this is outrageous. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not an opera fan. I don't think anyone here. Maybe you are. Maybe you are an opera fan. Um, get this. Singers and musicians at the English National Opera were fired during the interval. What? Yeah, I couldn't believe this. The members of the cast were served their redundancy notices mid-performance. Jesus Christ. Nad, my divorce papers are on the table. Can you imagine that? Bloody hell. Yeah, and I kid you not, this is... Uh, uh, Formal redundancy letters began to be sent out shortly before the curtain for the final performance of the opera's run. Many of the performers only saw the details of their redundancy during the interval. I'd refuse to walk out. I'd refuse to walk out. Uh, Faith Goodman, I hope Chris Hoy didn't have to come out about his cancer and talk about his cancer because someone was going to out him to the press. It's his decision, not a snitch. I hadn't even thought about it like that, but maybe there was. Isn't it weird? Um, how dare you? How dare you? This is a story about vegan students being horrified. I, I, you know what? I don't think they need to be vegan students to be horrified by this. So warning, photograph you're about to see is a little bit it's blurry, but it's not pleasant. OK, so may want to look away for a moment. Vegan students were horrified as two posh boys paraded the body of a headless young deer through a university campus. I'm not a vegan and I'd have found that a bit offensive. If I'd been eating my, I don't know, steak and chips, I'd be like, I don't want to see a headless deer. Thank you very much. Um, so let's go back. <laughs> let's not show the photo. How dare you? Um, so officials are now investigating after having to offer urgent support to those who were upset by the incident. I, th I think urgent support is maybe a bit too, is a bit too much. I mean, I mean, there's, look, there's, can't beat around the bush. There's nothing pleasant when you see roadkill, is there? I mean, when you see a fox, there's that terrible, mo a, a squished fox. So many thoughts go through your head, don't they? Like, why did it? Why did it cross the road then, the idiot? Um, then you think, was it already? <laughs> All these thoughts go through when you see a dead fox. Then you think, oh, it must have had mange. It was probably poorly. Then you, do you go through these thoughts with a dead fox? Then you think, oh, when foxes have sex, they make so much noise. Totally unrelated to the corpse, but it's the next thought that happens. As you drive by, you think, how many people are aiming at the fox to drive through it? And then pretty much the, the nature of its physicality just sort of evaporates, doesn't it? But I think if you were just sitting there eating, vegan or not, and someone walks through with a headless deer, it would be pretty, pretty horrible, wouldn't it? So I'm, I'm not going to show that photo again. This is good. Nice medical story. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> this is not a medical story. Oh, Pret lowers... Ah, I'm pleased they... pret a manger lowers sandwich prices after claims of profiteering. Pret sandwiches are about £96,000. They're not. Um, anyway, price cuts have been made to some of Pret's six most popular products with some sandwiches falling by up to a pound. It comes to the, it's got to the point now where it, none of these ingredients would cost this much if you had to hand make them yourself. I mean, it, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. Um, oh, Epsonton, they were going to run with the story. You made that very clear. Oh, that's a shame. Sorry, I, I just I just heard the news. I didn't realise. Um, uh, Pret lowers... So Pret lowers... Yeah. Pret is so tasty, though. N Nadia doesn't agree. She thinks every one of their sandwiches is tasteless. Um, yeah, so this is Pret reducing... Yeah, bloody hell. I mean, everything's over. Ancient lizard fossil was a hoax. I think this is hysterical. A 280 million year old lizard fossil with pres preserved skin um, <laughs> is a hoax. I, you know, 
you know when you go into like really pre you know prehistoric means prehistory right sort of pre-written history we don't know anything i mean even even history is a load of fucking shit we, i mean you know before written before written history we don't know nothing when we were going through it for the, with the kids and homeschooling you look at the national curriculum no one knows diddly do everyone's it's all guesswork it's all guesswork isn't it it's like yeah who says we climbed i mean come off it crawled out the sea yeah the with preserved skin would have sent bells ringing for me i agree there it is it's a good drawing though isn't it taste of the future this is a freaking disaster for vegans isn't it our appetite for vegan food is waning the word vegan is poisonous apparently off the menu most vegan restaurants are now serving meat options who like who like say like or hate for the word vegan do you think there needs to be a new word i think they need to have a new word i know plant-based plant-based is so sort of administrative though isn't it plant-based it's like well, what does that mean plant mm. Plant, but you know what? Animal based, animal origin. What we need another word. Where does vegan come from? Is it from vegetable and something? What does the word vegan mean? Where does it come from? Ambivalent, lots of people ambivalent. Keely Windle dislikes. We need a new word. Me tube, I'm neutral. It's just what, yeah, but vegan. I don't, it, there's something about it. It is quite dry. It does make you think of sandals, doesn't it? I don't want to think of sandals. Um, here we go. The last laugh. As if politics and democracy is totally fucked, so is comedy. The last laugh. Are we turning to nostalgia as new comedy dries up? Uh, good good question. Simple answer. Yes. Um, let's move on to the next one. Signet rings. Yeah, fine. Signet rings send a fashionable signal. I'm going to say something about signet rings. I think... I'm not saying everyone who... Right, okay, like my Brexit quote. Not, you know, just because you vote for Brexit, you're not racist. But if you're a racist, you probably voted for Brexit. Just because you wear a signet ring doesn't mean you're a wanker. But more often than not, when I see people wearing them, I think wanker. I do. I think, what a wanker? Wearing a signet ring. Because either it is... I mean, I remember going to college with a guy whose signet ring... It, the crest was his family's crest. It was his crest. And he was like... I was like, so does that mean you literally when you send a letter because of course this was pre-mobile phone do you, i said do you do you pour the wax and seal the wax with your signet and he was like no <laughs> so oh, that's a disappointment i don't know i just think that it, i tell you what they're a little bit like the and i used to have one so i i was a wanker was you know the american college rings those great big things that look like kind of great big rubies on they're, they're a sort of thing aren't they american college rings um, anyway, this is the story. Jacob Elordi's got one. So if he's got one, everyone needs to have one. Everything Jacob Elordi does is brilliant. If Jacob Elordi touches his lips, we should all touch our lips. Signet rings send a fashionable signal. Uh, Brad Pitt. I don't think Brad Pitt has. A, for me, uh, yeah, they're a bit chavvy, says Selena. Uh, you think Del Boy, Della Nixon. I wear a lot of rings, Deborah R, but I don't wear a signet ring. Hey, look, hang, look, hey, come on. Lots of people who wear, I, lots of people think anyone wearing rings are wankers. My nan thought I was a total wanker for wearing rings and bracelets. It's just certain types of rings. I don't like signet rings. They make me just go a bit, Ooh. do you know what I mean? Uh, vegan, first three and last two letters of vegetarian. Is that what it's from? Is it as simple as that? Wow. So yeah, there you go. So I don't think, but I don't know. There's sort of, there's an authenticity if it's, if it's actually, you like the king. The king wearing a signet ring, that makes sense. But Terry, 
uh, in accounts wearing signet ring. That doesn't make sense. Uh, a vintage video of Back to the Future sold for £8,000. I've been saying this for years. Do not throw your VHSs out, guys. If you've got any VHSs, hold on to them, especially Disney and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, oh, let me pop it back up. This is a Back to the Future uh, VHS that sold for £8,000. Um, uh, we know about books, first edition of Harry Potter. This is the idea that, you know, all those things, CDs, v vinyl, you know, if you've got any sort of old CDs that are, are kind of still wrapped in cellophane, if they, they made it back then, they could be worth something, you know, so keep on with it. Um, look at this, Cornish Vasty. <laughs> it's enormous. Pasty, 20 times normal size. A bakery is filling pasty fans with joy with a two-foot monster version of the handy meal. Why? Why? Why do, why do we need an enormous pasty? I don't understand. What's the point? At 20,000 calories, it's 10 times the recommended daily intake of 2,000 for women. Why? I'd, just, uh, why? Do you think literally the sun phoned them and said, make an enormous pasty and we'll put it on page three? Uh, Abel Seaman. Sorry, I just wanted to put that there because it's a funny headline, this. <laughs> Abel Seaman. Ultrasound zap helps speed up slow sperm. So if you're a sperm like the... Suddenly, this uh, ultrasound blast goes bing, and you go, whoa, stand to attention, literally, and you rush off. Blasting sluggish sperm with ultrasound waves can boost their ability to swim. So can jumping up and down, I think. I mean, you know, it's basic kind of physics, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, able seaman. Um, who wants to see what's on the front of the Daily Star? Julie, you're tired but quite happy. That's a good place to be, tired but quite happy. That's right. Uh, you can have a little laugh now and then have a doze. So let's have a look at the front of the star, shall we? Daily Star, always good. Always on, always got its finger on the pulse, I think. Daily Star, you stinker. Darting, farting row as Ace accuses... <laughs> oh, God, I love you, the Daily Star. You're totally off on a complete tangent to the world. It's brilliant. Love it. In fact, the Daily Star is my place of happiness because it's just like they, they don't give a fuck if the whole world is going down in flames. The Daily Star is still worrying about people farting whilst playing darts. <laughs> you stinker, they say. Uh, this is darts ace Darren Webster has accused his rival, <laughs> Ron, Ron Mullenkamp, could be a partner for you, Dina, of foul play by farting near the board to put him off his throw. No. Yeah, absolutely. I kid you not. Um, and, uh, in, <laughs> and the dart, I just, I just want to pop this headline up. <laughs> dart, fart, ace, pong, the hockey. Puts, <laughs> look at the subtitle. Puts the wind up his rival. Darts has been caught in a farting row. <laughs> uh, Darren Webster has accused his, quote, knob of a rival, quote unquote, of stinking the stage out during an ill-tempered match. That's like a dirty protest, isn't it? But kind of aerial, aerosol, aerosol spray. Um, he stormed off, refusing to shake his Dutch opponent's hand, claiming the stench put him off. Wow. 180. Um, in other news, what other bits and bobs did we find out this week? Um, uh, the head of C-3PO droid from Star Wars episode uh, Return of the Jedi sold for a million dollars. God almighty, break, oh no, terrible breaking news. Jane Torval and Christopher Dean are retiring. Oh God, 
That is devastating for me. Devastating? Is it really? Why? They're happy. Just go and watch all their videos. I have. I've got every video. Oh, there you go. They can't do it anymore. Every time I see a photo of her leaning over and him holding it, you can see he's not smiling. He's he's grimacing. I know he's grimacing. Torval and Dean. I think think of Torval and Dean in the same breath as Princess Diana's hair. Princess Diana's hair. Oh, you idiot. Right, who's this? <laughs> I love this. This is a, uh, this is a, um, what is it? It's a pie, no, it's not a pie, what is it? It's like, a, it's bread, obviously, but it's like a baguette, it's a loaf. But it looks like Donald Trump, doesn't it? It really looks like Donald Trump. And in case you missed it, I got a very a, a guttural response from Nadia yesterday about this. Um, uh, Zendaya looking, I think, Look, whether she looks sensational or not, it's a weird thing to wear out. It's not practical when you want to have a dance. I don't know how she had a wee. But it did the thing that it was meant to do, which it meant everyone was going, Christ, did you see Zendaya? And then they're saying, why was she there? And you go to the film. And then the film goes, look, there's her buttocks. They're amazing, aren't they? The most amazing red carpet outfit ever. I thought she looked sensational. Me, I've got to do a, a copycat. Right? Yeah, you should. You should. I don't know. Put Yeah, with pots and pans or something like that. Um, and as we roll towards the finishing line, don't forget, as Joe Biden says, we own the finishing line. That's the most sinister, menacing comment I've ever heard from a president in my life. We own the finishing line. America, America owns the finishing line. Uh, well, he wouldn't know where the finishing line was. OK, traitors, big bro, big no. Um, the traitors winner, Harry, has turned down a quarter of a million to go on Celeb Big Brother. Um Okay, he, ha- he hasn't, he hasn't, it's a complete lie. And Faithful Lego, someone's made, uh, look, they've created a little Lego, out of Lego, they've recreated the table where they all sit around and basically none of the Faithfuls guess who the traitors are and all the traitors just tell each other to fuck off. Um, and there we have uh, Rishi Sunak taking desperate measures to solve his clear electoral doom that's incoming. Um, he needs to put the knife down. Um and I just, you know, just the thought of Starmer's fucking stupid face smiling and grinning everywhere is just de- demoralizing. And I'm a Labour supporter, so yeah, we'll try and work that one out. Guys, have a lovely day. We will see you in 18 minutes. Curly Cooks, Chinese New Year special. I don't think anything is going to go wrong at all. I think it's going to be a stretch of perfectly clean, unsweary, unmistaken... Put, yeah. Turn your volume right up because it's going to be quiet as yeah. hell. So have a lovely uh, 15 minutes. Get a coffee, get a cup of tea, get a pens and paper because like, if you're like me, I don't understand what they're making ever um, because I'm jumping between the two dishes all the time. Anyway, 